सहनावतु सहनौ भुनक्तु सहवीर्यं करवावहै तेजस्विनावधीतमस्तु माविद्विशावहै ओम शांति 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 गणपतिगुंहवामहे कविकवीनामुपमश्रभस्तम ज्येष्ठराजब्रह्मण ब्रह्मण स्वत आनशृंगन्धूतिदसाधन ओ महागणपत नम नमो भगवते रुद्रा नमस्ते रुद्रमण्यवतोतषे नम नमस्ते सुधन्वे बाहुभ्यामुतते नम यादेश शिवतमा शिव बभूवते धनु शिवाशरव्यायातपतयानोद्रमृदयाशिवातनूरघोरापापकाशिनी शिवाशिवे शिवाद्रताकुमाहिगुंसेट relief from samsara which one was the one relief from samsara yata ishu shivatama shivam babhuvate dhanuhu shivasharavyaya tavataya nah rudra vidaya hey rudra you know be happy with us don't be mad at us this is a samsari's prayer i pointed that out correct the next one one qualifies to become a mumukshu because of that inner growth one has gone between this mantra and the second one what is that you know please give me moksha light up abhijakashihi light up that i light up that atma which is in itself blemishless but i don't know that but you have to tell me that it is apapa so please light up that atma which is apapa and light up that and who is lighting up aghora the one who is has a beautiful benign demeanor is lighting up the atma that is also benign and uh, and then you know so the the bhukti and the mukti both of these were prayed for bhukti means samsarik you know worldly ends nothing wrong with that you know because one is in the world there are certain ends to be gained and the worldly ends and uh, then we have the moksha as the ultimate end and so here we can say karma yogis prayer and sanyasi's prayer sanyasi or sanyasi like disposition the one who has so sanyasi's prayer or the one who has vairagya like a sanyasi that one you can come here instead of sitting in the back saraswati there is space here inge va and there is right here so the sanyasi's prayer and the prayer of the 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 one who has various things in mind to gain so those various things are called bhukti and the prayer for release from samsara that you know desire is called mukti mukti is within bhuti within the samsara and so for bhukti and mukti both of these these are the two ends which one wants either one wants to fulfill the desires 
or one wants freedom from desiring itself. You know, sometimes people want both. <laughs> little bit of bhukti, little bit of mukti, because they don't know that actually the two are opposed. Yeah. When you pray for one, the other one doesn't, is not even in the picture. Yeah. That people don't know and they have this eclectic buffet attitude, you know. <laughs> when you go to the buffet, you know, you want to, you don't want to, you know, eat a lot of one thing. You know, what's the point? You know, you've already paid the money, so you have to take little bit of this, little bit of that and thoda thoda. So here, little bit of samsara, little bit of moksha, little bit of this, little bit of that, you know. And then you feel like you're, and then uh, the elders will also tell you, be balanced. <laughs> Don't go too much into one thing, you know. <laughs> elders are also in samsara, yeah. So, <laughs> this is the thing, and then everybody quotes, oh, you have to be balanced. Balanced means even to totally opposing ends. The one is, you know, drowning you in a vat of desires. The other one is pulling you out of this, you know, glub, 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 sensation of drowning all the time. And then the two are, you know, mixed up and like, you know, bhel puri. You mix it, mix up everything. <laughs> and then you just consume. Yeah, this is something very funny. But that's how the world is. So, there are, so in other words, there are some people who want only mukti, there are some people who want only bhukti, but the vast majority want both. Yeah. It's because they don't know that bhukti includes bhukti. Ah, they don't know that. But bhukti does not include mukti. This is very important. Because when I say mukti includes bhukti, they say, oh, that means the other way also is there. <laughs> no. So this they don't know, that in praying for mukti, bhukti is already included. When you pray for freedom, you know, from this wanting, from this desiring, from this pain, from these sorrows, when you pay, pray for freedom, all the other things are automatically included. When you pray for that knowledge of oneness, everything comes. Ananyas chintayanto maam ye janaha pariyupasate tesham nityabhiyuktanam yoga kshemam vahami aham. Vahami, I carry, Lord Krishna promises, yoga and kshema, the things that are yet to be gained and things that I have gained that I wish to protect in my life, I will be responsible for those things in your life, Bhagavan says. And so what should I do? Because I'll have so much spare time. Because <laughs> I'm not going after things that I want, correct? So itna sara time, you know, because before I was thinking, I have no time, I have no time, I have no time, I am busy, I am busy, I am busy, I am rushed, I am, you know, busy. Now, there is all the time in the world because Bhagavan has taken away, you know, my livelihood. You know, what is the livelihood? To worry about the future. That's my, you know, everyone's livelihood. That's my livelihood, to worry about the future, to regret about the past and to keep wanting this and that and to have a list. Every list including bucket list is already made. And Bhagavan says, give me that list. The whole list you give it to me. And then what am I going to do? <laughs> Study Vedanta. You know, this is what the whole thing is. Because in the time that, and don't say now you don't have time, because now Bhagavan has made the time for you and in this time what you are supposed to do is study, you know, ananyaha chintayantaha. So these, what are these people going to do whose lists have been confiscated by Bhagavan? They are having the spare time not to worry about what they want and what they need and instead what are they doing? they are pursuing this knowledge of oneness. So really speaking, you know, this when you pray for mukti, mukti automatically comes. Once you start the pursuit of Vedanta in an earnest way, all the other things come. Suddenly the way becomes easier to pursue this knowledge. Things at home are taken care of. Things in the office are also taken care of. If you don't go for two, three days, nobody misses you. <laughs> you know, really, it happens like that. Or even the co-workers will say, you know, even if you don't feel like going to Vedanta class, the co-workers will say, how come you're not going? <laughs> 
like this things easy things are made easy this is the promise of bhagavan and uh, so the, the so here are the, the this is a kind of a buffet prayer for people who need bhukti mukti everything because people for whom mukti is not in the picture will only pray for bhukti and for people who want mukti but are unable to have mukti from bhukti will pray for both correct so for all these 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 two prayers are there however the next prayer is very interesting the next verse may mantra because it is for those people for both for the for the mumukshu jignasu as well as for the bhubukshu who is bhubukshu bhoktum ichu bhubukshu the one who is just into conspicuous consumption so even for that person and for the one who is a jignasu the mumukshu the one who wants freedom in the pursuit of freedom and in the pursuit of other ends ends other than freedom there can be obstacles in fact there usually are so you know even though bhagwan promised i'll make everything easy still this person's own free will can come in the way you know i know i you know i, I know i want mukti but what i don't feel like studying you know this 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 feeling which is kshanika comes like an eclipse it's like rahu which eclipses the sun you know and makes this pursuit somehow not comprehensible even though the person has the desire for freedom suddenly something happens one's own karmas come in the way and this we have seen so many times they will keep come going to ashrams they will keep uh, pursuing the knowledge they will keep doing all kinds of things but suddenly they will just you know something they get angry with somebody in the class you know and then they will disappear you know and then they will say if that person is coming i am not coming yeah and then, you know sometimes that happens and other times they get angry with the teacher you know why because you are not looking at me you know well you are always sitting behind the basketball player so how can i look at you if you are sitting behind the basketball player you know so this these these are all very dangerous landmines in the path of knowledge ha ah. how can i look if you are sitting behind the tallest person in the class and and this is actually a true incident so there was one person who was sitting always coming you know and there would be plenty of room in the class sit behind the tallest person or sit behind a pillar or sit somewhere <laughs> far you know <laughs> yeah and then you know and then say oh the teacher is angry with me because today you know the teacher did not look at me at all you know how will the teacher look teacher has to look like this <laughs> instead of teaching the teacher has to become a pendulum you know trying to look at the person so and then the person stopped coming to class what is the use because i'm not getting eye contact you know and then i said well you know i think it will help if you sat if you did not sit behind this other person who was always very regular and who always sat very straight you know so uh, already tall it would appear taller and then the person had a big uh, epiphany oh that's why you were not looking at me had no idea that this was the reason because there is a certain subjectivity that is happening there is a subconscious unconscious mind the power of it we cannot even you know fathom how it has a power over one and so these kinds of uh, you know irritations that are there and one becomes irritable because one doesn't like one being, and and sometimes this also happens one has a favorite spot and that spot one has marked you know yeah with an invisible x mera mine you know and then one day a little late they come and somebody else is in that spot oh even though this is a public hall or somebody's house still that that square foot belongs to me you know and i have to be there and if i am not there i get annoyed 
and so these kinds of annoyances which are you know adhibhuta you know centered on the surroundings or adhyatma centered on my own problems my own issues my own triggers or adhidaiva sometimes you know puncture tire so many things happen you know between uh, between coming here and uh, staying at home so all these these are all called badhakas pratibandhas obstacles in the way of the knowledge these include also the transference or the projection of my own childhood issues upon the teacher all that is included because that is a very powerful reason why the person drops away from the pursuit or he may not drop away but if they are holding so much anger even if they come to class all the time they are sitting and seething yeah we say asida sadhanam there is a different meaning when it's talked about uh, uh, mahadeva or when it is talked about you know somebody who is very angry asida means keep the person is keeping all seething <laughs> so the person sits so there is a pun you know seedha means sit you know <laughs> and <laughs> asida means keep sitting keep abiding and here the person is abiding in the seething so <laughs> so what is the use your body is in the class your mind is all flared up you know so this is the pratibandhas for the person who is who is into mukti who is into freedom because the unconscious comes up and that's why people tell me i was fine until i started to study vedanta then i don't know what happened now i'm angry all the time you know <laughs> you know it's not that vedanta makes you angry please understand yeah vedanta does not make you angry that anger was already there only an angry person can become angry a sad person can become sad you know it's not that the anger wasn't there vedanta made you feel safe enough to bring out this anger bring out this fear bring out these sorrows and so that has to be processed anything from starting with yoga which helps uh, you know move some of these emotions which helps self love to therapy everything is recommended all these become auxiliary sadhanas for clearing the antakarana the inner instrument which is has to be kept at optimum health you know body we can easily clean but what is the soap for the antakarana that soap is all these things we have said hari nama is the soap and so we have to keep it in optimum condition to to be functioning as a receptacle for this knowledge so i have to keep this light there has to be a certain lightness and if the heaviness comes i immediately have to take care of it because heaviness has a way of uh, reproducing if you don't uh, you know think about it you have to immediately when that heaviness comes and it comes sometimes there is no problem and you see ishwara in it and let it go surrender pray you know run jog walk whatever you need to uh, you know what are those things that you have to have serotonin yeah whatever it is you need to <laughs> do that keep the antakarana in optimum health easier said than done right sometimes it is difficult sometimes it is oh so difficult i want to be there i want to you know pursue this but there is just a big cloud it's not happening i don't feel like doing anything i certainly don't feel like attending class i certainly don't feel like pursuing the knowledge and also i don't feel like doing those things that you just told me to do in order to feel better sometimes that is the you know that is the problem the problem is not with the fear and the sorrow the problem is with the self sabotage in the process of taking care of this fear and sorrow what should i do because here i am helpless this mantra will help so this mantra is to ward off those kinds of problems coming standing in the way of you know my pursuits especially mukti and similarly the bhukti people they also have what do they have they also have some kind of a uh, problem correct because 
it's not easy to fulfill a desire. There are many slips between cup and lip. So therefore, whatever they try to do, they work hard. Somebody works hard, the neighbor gets the promotion. And one person works hard, somebody else takes the credit. This is all because of the karma. This is the karmic, you know, bundle that that comes in the way of fulfilling one's pursuits, ambitions and desires. Maybe a simple desire. May my family be alright. I mean, everybody doesn't have big desires. Many people have just basic desires. Let my family be okay. Let my children be okay. Let my spouse be okay. This is just a basic universal desire. Even that, there is so much karma that comes in the way. And this karma to ward off, same prayer. So it's a it's a prayer that that doubles as a mukti prayer and a mukti prayer. And it prays for all karmas to be neutralized so that I can pursue the this, you know, whatever my pursuits are, I can pursue without being hampered by my own karmic you know, baggage. And how does the karma get neutralized? Because like I told you, karma is adrishta and this prayer also produces adrishta. This adrishta goes and cancels out that adrishta. Either cancels or, you know, neutralizes completely or mitigates. If it's not able to cancel, it will mitigate. So therefore, yam ishum, that bow, Sorry, not bow. What is that other one? Arrow. That arrow. Yam ishum. He girishanta. Yam ishum bibharshi. Astave. He girishanta. Yam ishum astave bibharshi or bibharshi astave. Tam ishum. You have to bring that ishum also there. Tam ishum. Tam ishum he giritra. Shivam kuru. Tam ishum he giritra shivam kuru ma himsihi purusham jagat. So yam ishum, that was just the anvaya, the prosaic way of putting this poetic mantra. Yam ishum, that arrow, bibharshi, that you are holding in your hand. You are holding the arrow, let's say Bhagavan is caught taking the arrow out of the quiver and so the arrow is now in his hand. So that arrow that you have in your hand can only be there either to protect or to throw. Astave. It's a Vedic way, uh, you know, of a, of a gerund, I think that's what it's called. Gerund means what? Like to throw, correct? Yeah, to throw. So asitum, the modern Sanskrit, astave, ancient Sanskrit, Vedic Sanskrit. Asitum means to throw. That you are getting ready to throw you know, from us to throw, fourth conjugation. So, that you are getting ready to throw, Yamishum, that arrow, which you are getting, you we are fixing to throw, Tamishum, that same arrow, He Giritra, Mahimsihi, don't hurt, Purusham, the Jeevas, me, the one who is sleeping in the city, sleeping in the citadel of ignorance in this body-mind-sense complex. It's like a fort. Somehow you got in, but you cannot come out. You know, at least not at will. So, and uh, so I'm trapped in this citadel. That is miserable enough. So don't hurt me. Don't hurt this Purusha. Don't hurt this one that is sleeping this long sleep of ignorance in this, you know, fort of this body-mind complex. Ma him see he, jagat api. Don't hurt the people in the jagat. Don't hurt the, you know, your own creation. Your own projection. This is all your own projection. Please don't cause any hurt. This mantra, even though it is, you know, reminiscent to us of the first mantra of desperate, the despo devotee, 
must not be confused as the same because of its placement here the person who got the you know got that maturity it's not that the person is going back to stage 1 this is a different level of prayer uh, understanding that these are just my karmas and you are the karma phala data so please be careful let your arrow be a source of blessing let me see your arrow give me the maturity to see your arrow as a source of blessing rather than a source of hurt when i do that then there is no himsa on your part it's not that bhagwan is doing violence see all these things you know these are uh, the wendy doniger parampara <laughs> they read this kind of stuff and they make up all kinds of things now it's in the third generation her students and her student students is you know when they when you read some of these things they have translated and interpreted also very bothersome and so it's very important that we equip ourselves with the knowledge of what this really means it's not that there is a wrathful angry bhagwan that is you know ready to you know throw things at you as though bhagwan has no other work it's your own karma that you are seeing and you are squarely looking at so ma himsi he meaning or himsa here means doesn't mean a violence as much as you know hurt don't hurt my chances it's not even don't hurt me don't hurt my chances at this moksha with great difficulty you yourself have shown me the way for this knowledge don't hurt the chances of getting this mukti don't hurt also the chances of of the small ends that i have desired in life the small small things that i want in order to feel good in order to feel you know somehow i'm okay these small dependencies i know they are wrong but i have them don't hurt my chances of gaining them and here the lord is seen in two ways one is girishanta we saw that yesterday what is girishanta what's the meaning hmm fountain no 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 mark mountain yeah the one the one who gives liberation through the words of vedanta yeah the one who gives liberation through the way way words of vedanta giri ino sthitva giritishthann sham tanoti you know yeah sham karoti sham tanoti iti girishanta you know so same thing not girau girau means on the mountain that is not the exactly the the thing so girishanta so here the, the the address of the lord by these epithets that we are explaining constitute prayer this is that is why i am able to say this is my prayer to you i invoke in you the girishanta hey girishanta you know gir gir speech gir girishtitva ha no in sanskrit girishtitva girishtitva you know sham tanoti see it is that's what i told you yesterday all these short forms are there you know jayate iti jah janati iti gyah so here gir they have taken giri you know the seventh case and then sham and then tanoti ta they have taken tanoti iti taha so girishanta very beautiful so this is a this is the, the the grammatical vyutpatti you won't see it anywhere because this is a paramparik thing yeah that is why it is to be listened to so this is not the regular this is not the rudhi artha rudhi artha you will see everywhere rudhi means the the, the plausible uh, meaning the which which everybody knows and that's where we bring in mountain and things like that yeah so here giri sthitva you know gir is vak vaji sthitva vak rupena in the form of words words of what the words of the teacher culled and distilled from the shastra in you know in that way you protect in that way you help 
in that way you spread sham sham is always a blessing sham means blessing shanno mitra sham varunah sham means blessing so you spread the blessing tanoti you cause there to be blessing through the you know profuse words of the shastra distilled and operated by the teacher so the words of the shabda pramana the means of knowledge but through which come through in the form of the words of the teaching those you help me to you help me you know understand and and you are in the form of the words words that release me from my sorrows and fears girishanta we saw that yesterday then there is one more epithet here these are all namavalis hey girishanta you know namah girishanta yeah all that is implied and then what is the other one here giritra this is another short form trayate iti trah very nice mantra mananath trayate iti mantra that which protects upon repetition trayate means protects shastra shasanat trayate iti trah shastra so the one that shastram you know what is that that which protects upon teaching shasana means teaching so only if it's taught it protects so mantra shastra orders any other tra words you know stotra stotra stavanatrayate praise you know through praise it protects what else is there ha huh? astra yeah as you know asanatrayate uh, throwing through throwing you protects like that there is a, you know there is there is a certain way not all tra ending words you know means protect like atra yatra kutra no those <laughs> those come through another rule saptamyastral they are in, they are actually the suffix called tral which is in the used in the seventh case locative case so atra means here you know so like that they 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 give location kutra where you know sarvatra everywhere so that doesn't mean the protection so no don't think that every word that ends with tra means it protects there are certain words that that have this thing giritra is another one of them and here what is the vyutpatti you know you know here very interesting you know giri um, giri in the form of speech or uh, uh, you know giri sthitva trayate that who protects in the form of speech how does the lord protect in the form of speech very interesting because the lord makes promises here and there you know in the veda and in the upanishads also what kind of promises you know the promises like uh, you know we i'm only getting geeta example so i'll just cite those and then we'll get something from the upanishad also uh, so like for example sambhavami yuge yuge this is a promise when will i sambhavami i will sambhavami whenever there is a glani in dharma glani means neglect overthrow when the righteous righteousness is uh, you know is Uh, is on the ebb and what is on the rise is adharma unrighteousness paritranaya sadhunam vinashaya cha duskritam in order to remove the elements the undesirable elements and then what and then protect those that have been been righteous throughout i will come again and again whenever there is a problem and the other gita thing you know so what is that yoga kshemam vahami aham you know and then another one what is that name bhaktah pranashyati like this there are promises you know so bhagavan makes promises why to assure the devotees especially those devotees who are frightened and those devotees who are on the brink of mukti they have not yet graduated to mukti but they have they are almost done with mukti 
so that the cuspid devotees you know need some you know promise otherwise it's too difficult to leave everything and you know the feeling is how can i do this i have so many desires i have to do this i understand that this is important but i'm very afraid that if i do this something bad or wrong will happen so therefore you know to assure those devotees especially those who find themselves on the brink either on the brink of leaving samsara or on the brink of disaster whichever you want to say so bhagavan represents you know as giritra the protector through words of promise and in the upanishad we we say we have uh, sentences like dhiraha parimuchyanti sarve you know amritam ashnute such is the such a person who gains this knowledge gains this you know becomes free of the notion of mortality becomes free of all limitations so these promises we have in the upanishad also parimuchyanti dhiraha all the people who are dhira means wise the wise people are freed from samsara and then there are other kinds of promises also you know yada napashyati napashyanti if they don't see the truth of this samsaram eva adhigachanti kathopanishad and so both by these contrasts these contrasting words of what happens under what conditions uh, you know bhagavan protects so we can take that even though it's not so cut and dry we can take that when we address the lord as girishanta it is a prayer for mukti because you see what is in that address please teach me you know please appear in front of me in the form of words that release me from samsara and in so doing what am i saying i'm asking for protection of my pursuit continued protection and when i address the lord as giritra what am i doing you know i am into not so much into bhukti but into sorry mukti but bhukti because i want some assurance and who is the one who is wanting assurance all the time the one who doesn't know the one who is insecure the one who is tied to all kinds of worldly ends without being able to see that there is something beyond that see how beautiful in one prayer both are addressed and uh, both needs are addressed and here the arrow represents all the karma phalas all the wrong karma the, the the difficult karma the papa karma the bad karmas that stand in the way of gaining either you know either end very interesting so bhukti less mukti less where to go you know if those are the only two kinds of pursuits either i don't get you know i become what is called ubhaya bhrashta so therefore this this uh, this is a very wonderful prayer that that arrow that you have taken out to deploy you know if i am into mukti i pray oh lord may i have the maturity to see this as a blessing and to be strong enough to withstand this onslaught please don't hurt my chances for moksha ma himsihi and please and you make it a collective prayer because of one's own maturity ma himsihi purushan jagat not just me but the whole, all the other people all the other your own creation please have mercy we know it is our own karma but please have here some give us cut us some slack you know and the person who is wanting the worldly ends who wants this that give me give me give me you know that person also prays to bhagavan and what does that person say please give me a promise that you will give me ah give me a promise that you will give me all these other things give me a promise that you won't hurt my chances through these arrows of my own wrong actions and so you know this is the this is the 
this is the idea shivam vinata shivam giri ya tam ishum shivam kuru mahimsihi purusham jagat yeah if you read the translation o keeper of the hills yeah yeah you know where hills came from i don't know i suppose you could say that bhagavan is you know on top of a mountain and so giri is there so you know you can say that but this is more appropriate ite navacha satva ಗಿರಿಷಾಕ್ಷ್ಮಸತ್ ಶಿವೇನಿಷಾಕ್ಷ್ಮಸತ್ ಶಿವೇನ ವಚಸ ನೆಕ್ಸ್ಟ್ ಒನ್ ನೆಕ್ಸ್ಟ್ ಒನ್ ಇಸ್ ಆಲ್ಸೋ ವೆರಿ ಇಂಟ್ರೆಸ್ಟಿಂಗ್ ಟೂ ಪ್ರೇಯರ್ಸ್ ಆರ್ ಟೇಕನ್ ಟುಗೆದರ್ ದಿಸ್ ಒನ್ ಅಂಡ್ ದಟ್ ಒನ್ ಫಾರ್ ಫ್ರೀಡಮ್ ಫ್ರಮ್ ಕರ್ಮ ಆಲ್ ಕೈಂಡ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಕರ್ಮಸ್ ದಟ್ ಸ್ಟ್ಯಾಂಡ್ ಇನ್ ಮೈ ವೇ ಶಿವೇನ ವಚಸ through words what kind of words shiva words you know auspicious beautiful mangalam words through these words shivena vachasa twa to you hey girisha another word you know notice that it is not girisha it is girisha so shivena vachasa through beautiful words hey girisha directed those words that are directed unto you acha vadamasi we think acha is a hindi word so sanskrit word ah avyaya indeclinable you know it does not decline acha 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 you don't start to start to say acha means you know clear beautiful blemishless pure through through auspicious words we sing your praises we sing beautiful praises sab acha acha bolte hain you know this is what it is shivena vachasa ತ್ವಾ ಹೇ ಗಿರೀಶ ಅಚ್ಛಾ ವದಾಮಸಿ ವದಾಮಸಿ ಮೀನ್ಸ್ ವಿ ಆಲ್ ಪ್ರೇಸ್ ಇಟ್ಸ್ ನೋ ಲಾಂಗರ್ ಅಬೌಟ್ ಮೀ ಅಲೋನ್ ಇಟ್ಸ್ ಅಬೌಟ್ ಆಲ್ ದ ಪೀಪಲ್ ಹೂ ಆರ್ ಪ್ರೇಸಿಂಗ್ ಹೂ ಆರ್ ಪ್ರೇಯಿಂಗ್ ಅಂಡ್ ಟು ಯೂ ಅಂಡ್ ಈವನ್ ವಿತ್ ಆರ್ ಲಿಮಿಟೆಡ್ ಮೈಂಡ್ಸ್ ವಾಟ್ ಆರ್ ವಿ ಡೂಯಿಂಗ್ ವಿ ಆರ್ ಕ್ರಾಫ್ಟಿಂಗ್ ದ ಬೆಸ್ಟ್ ಆಫ್ ಪ್ರೇಯರ್ಸ್ ಅಂಡ್ ದೆನ್ ಅಚ್ಛಾ ವದಾಮಸಿ and why are we praying yatha so that naha for us sarvam jagat the, the whole universe it also ayakshmagam ayakshmam asat sumana cha asat so that this whole universe presents for us in a ayakshma means free of free of how to translate this free of turmoil free of all kinds of wants huh? not this conflict ayakshma is more than that it is all kinds of turmoil all kinds of necessities you know like uh, scarcities yeah all kinds of scarcities sickness disease death turmoil uh, conflict everything it includes so the, this this uh, 
all so that this whole universe may present to us as being free of yakshma and nah sumanaha sumanaha asati and may our minds be pleased very important this is at the level of adhideva adhibhuta and adhyatma on all three levels this prayer is that you know i am assuming everyone knows this because i have talked about it before adhibhuta adhideva adhyatma this yes. yeah so um so this is at all three levels and this prayer is uh, to correct my subjective vision because when the subjective vision is corrected then i am able to proceed towards gaining what i want in a strong you know and focused way supposing somebody wants a job you know and that person is already hopeless because two three interviews over over they are not getting a job let us say and then what they don't even try and then supposing one more chance comes they will, they will not feel like getting up and going on that day <clears throat> because they have given up hope even if they go they will go with a firm belief i'm useless i'm not going to get this because i've not done well in in my studies and if i have not done well in my studies of course the job i will not get they are convinced they will not get you know and so they go with the you know they go with the idea loser oh hum i am a loser and you know and that subjective you know wrong thinking comes in the way of their attitude how they may perform in the test or in the you know talking to people and that itself brings forth the wrong you know result it's not so much that they are not qualified they may be very qualified but they are unable to go past this feeling that i don't deserve this that i am not worthy of this this is what one example of where the subjective you know the the subjective thoughts and attitudes in the mind affect the outcome so please keep me sumanaha yeah sumanaha doesn't mean you know always smiling and happy means clear the clarity in the thinking not all these thoughts you know useless thoughts recycling you know keeping on presenting themselves and keeping on stopping me from focusing and from putting the right effort in the right direction shivena vachasa so through wonderful words we are praising you so that you give back us as our own karma phala for this praise you give back for us some of those that same wonder in in the mind sumanaha is is like a child's mind you know the child's mind is unencumbered by all the you know fear fearful experiences that jaded ideas the child is always spontaneous and ready to greet anything and the child also forgets easily it's not that holding on to grudges one minute it will cry and hit you another minute it will come and want to sit in your lap so because it's forgotten it is not holding on to the grudges so sumanaha means that kind of a teflon mind where nothing sticks yeah like that it should be not always carrying that that heaviness is not being always carried one is you know free to appreciate the world spontaneously and respond rather than react because when you react what happens it's always something else that is reacting the subjectivity is reacting but you are responding you know so that is the whole idea when i react i'm not looking at anything except you know unleashing the arrows of my own subjectivity onto the other person because i'm not even understanding what they are saying i'm assuming the worst and i'm just giving them back whether they meant it or not i'm not even looking at 
then when I calm down, oh, what did I say? Why did I say? You know, the, the regret comes later. But responding means, even if somebody says something hurtful, then you sit back, you stop and say, you know, wonder why they said that. That's so unlike them. Maybe they are not feeling well today. You see that there might be a background. That person has a background. You don't have to go into the background and find out, you know, you're not trying to psychoanalyze the person. But you're just acknowledging that there is a background. Just like you have a background, they also have a background. So you have to, you know, calmly say, okay, there is something else we can talk later. You know, I can see that this is not the right time to have this conversation. You know, you just move away from there. That's a response rather than a reaction. And so, may my mind be sumanaha means, may my su, sushtu means not just good. These are all the things that are there. May my mind, you know, we cannot say may my mind be unencumbered by the past because it is encumbered. But may I have the grace, may I have the shakti, the ability to be able to suspend those encumbrances. And when the mind is sumana, very interesting, the word is ayakshma. Ah. <laughs> the two are connected. When the mind is sumana, means spontaneous, when the one who has a sumana, a, a mind that is able to suspend its subjectivity, the world is benign, the jagat is not full of problems. Because everything I am seeing as you, Shivena because every word is you, every thought is you, it will come soon, you know, we are going to, now it's in the, in the uh, coming mantras, it's going to not say Rudra anymore, it will say Rudraha, because there are Rudra, Rudra everywhere. So you start having this Sarvatma Bhava, you start seeing Bhagavan in everything. So please help me to, to be on the fast track of this emotional maturity that is needed to be able to, you know, see the world as free from all kinds of disasters, fears, pains. To see the world not as a source of pain is a great blessing. So here, of course, I am telling the Lord in my prayer, protect the world from all kinds of undesirables, terrorists, starting with terrorists, etc. But I am also saying, sumanaha, kuru, you know, naha, meaning protect my mind from seeing disaster, everything, in everything, everywhere. It's a two-part thing. And the, the, the two are very much connected. Very, very beautiful. And then there is a, a there is a prayer in the form of what you know Girisha Girisha you know here you can say Girishete you know because it's a small e Girishete resides in the mountain mountain always means difficult difficult to mountain is called Durgama Durga you know, mountain does, you cannot have the image of Shiva, that is again Puranic, we are mixing, uh, you know, mixing the levels here. So we cannot say, oh, Shiva living on the mountain top. You have to go and see what the mountain represents Vedically. So mountain is called Durgama. Yeah, that's why the forts are always on top of mountains. Forts are called Durga. You know, it is difficult to go. That is why it is called Durgama, difficult to reach. So what does it mean that Bhagavan is in a place that is difficult to reach, difficult to access? Why? Because the buddhi is shrouded by ignorance. So in this buddhi that is shrouded by ignorance, what is happening? Nothing is happening. That's the point. There is no darshan of Bhagavan who is the indweller of the buddhi because it is shrouded and encased in ignorance. That is why mountain dweller. As though living on a mountain far away from me, that alienation is expressed here. Hey Girisha. You know Girishete. And then, you know, Girisha also, Girvachi, you know, Giri in the speech, Shete. 
you know, the the one who is living or abiding in the speech of the Vedas, the one whose nature is fathomable through the Vedas, through understanding the Veda and Vedanta. Because both the parts of the Veda just glorify Bhagavan and uh, relegate, uh, you know, the, the whole, all the Vedas, a big portion is relegated to the singing the glories of Bhagavan. And so therefore, you know, the one who is in the who is known in the form of words, Vedanta, the one who is known in the form of the words of the Veda also, what is Bhagavan is told. And Kegirisha, also the one who is difficult to access. Why is Bhagavan difficult to access? By my own guilt. Ah. When I feel guilty, I feel alienated. And I don't feel worthy of the glance of the grace of Bhagavan. Bhagavan's kataksha, glance of grace. I don't feel worthy. So therefore I don't make eye contact and then I say Bhagavan is not looking at me. See, same thing. Yeah. So this is the this is the whole teaching, very beautiful here. So the one who is difficult to access, living on a mountain, like, you know, well, because mountain means forest, you have to climb, you know, so many wild animals are there. So too the buddhi is, you know, is, is thick with vegetation, growing vegetation of raga and vesha, constantly growing. And there is too much underbrush, you know, you have to keep clearing, you have to keep mowing the lawn, not lawn here, what is that, vegetation, you know, you have to, the thick underbrush you have to keep mowing through the daily housekeeping activities, you know, of japa, etc. And that thick vegetation and the uncertain terrain make it difficult and the, uh, the imagination is Bhagavan is on top of this mountain that is difficult to reach. The mountain is also here. Yeah. And so the mountain is that, you know, is the buddhi that is shrouded in ignorance. And so Bhagavan becomes difficult to reach figuratively. Figuratively difficult to reach because the buddhi is, is, is all, you know, full of self-ignorance. That's why even this is the same thing is enacted in our temples. Especially not the modern ones, you go to the old ones. Not a single electric light anywhere. And then you go and you stand right in front of the sanctum. And then you don't know what uh, goddess Meenakshi, is she there? What does she look like? A small little lamp will be there, you know. Something pada pada, something is shining, you know, but you don't know what it is. You know, walls are dark and the goddess is dark, you know. Pujari being from South India is also dark. You don't see anything, anyone, anywhere. And then that camphor lamp is lit. And then he, you, you, you know, you can't just do arati like this. You have to show the whole form. Please see, have darshan. And you say, oh, look at the sari, look at the jewelry, oh, look at her, look how wonderful she is. This is the, this is fantastic. That's the whole idea. That's what is happening here. You know, Bhagavan is there. But Durgama, difficult because my own ignorance. And the camphor lamp here is the, is the light of the words of Vedanta that make what is right there visible. This is Arati Mantra, very beautiful from the Munda Kopanishad. There the sun doesn't shine, nor the stars, what to talk of lightning. Oh, is it a dark place? No, it's a self-lit place. Because it is self-effulgent, self-evident, other sources of light become evident to it. So therefore, O Bhagavan, O Bhagavati, I dare to show you this miserable camphor lamp. I think it is lighting you up, where you, as my buddhi, as my mind, is lighting up everything. Because you light up my mind, everything becomes evident to me. You in the form of the light of all lights. And so here you see the connection, you know, Girisha first in the prayer, you who are difficult to access, 
Sumana Guru make my mind all lightened, if not enlightened. Om Purnamadas Purnamidam Purnat Purnamudachyate Purnasya Purnamadaya Purnameva Vishishyate Om Shanti 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 Harihi Om Shri Guru Yonaha Harihi Om